The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. You requested a sit-down. He heard you out. going on everyone Nico here with the wooden spoon giving you guys another episode of the sit down um yeah we're rolling solo again this week it's been a crazy couple weeks let me fix my uh camera there and i'll explain the yankees get up in a minute but we're bringing something back we're doing something new with something old um we'll explain that in a little bit just want to um give you an update on everything Nice little sip of water. Just been crazy busy. Let's see. When's the last time I even did a podcast? Totally being disrespectful right now. Trying to Google everything. Looking on my YouTube channel, which if you guys haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. It's been three weeks since we did an episode. It's blasphemous, but um, it's festival season. You know, festival season's busy. We're staying local this year. Um. So far, let's go over. Like the first one we did was the um, St. Rocco's Feast in Glen Cove, New York. And like I said, like first year doing stuff in New York and Long Island and the city, don't know what to expect. And man, St. Rocco's blew it out of the water. It was fantastic. I had such a great time. Um, got to meet a lot of cool people. Um, yeah, just fantastic. We did great. Had a lot of sales. So I bought t-shirts thinking I would have enough t-shirts for the whole festival season, which is about a month, month and a half. And I already ordered more just after one feast. So let me give you the rest of the schedule for the feast this year. So August 24th to the 28th will be a new Hyde Park at Michael Tully Park. That's New Hyde Park, New York and Long Island. Michael Tully Park, August 24th to 28th. That is for the... um merino lodge feast and then the following following week friday september 2nd to september 5th we're at the mother cabrini feast in suffolk county suffolk county um community college and the grant campus again that's september 2nd to the 5th the following week after that we're back in nassau county we're at port washington um september 9th and 10th that's friday saturday at north Hempstead beach park and then that same weekend September 11th, we are in the Bronx for the Fedagosto, September 11th on Arthur Ave. Did that one last year. Super excited to go back. And then that is it for September. And then hopefully we have one more in October, just finalizing it. Don't want to give a date yet, but that's the uh, feast schedule so far. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what else do I have written down to go over um, this week? I thought I wrote more stuff. To- oh, here we go. Yeah. So Bought a Yankees jersey, and we're going to get into it. Well, we're going to actually, we'll get into it right now. Um, We're bringing back Italian American of the Week. This is something that I started the Wooden Spoon doing, a weekly um, shout out to Italian Americans you definitely know and might not know. So we featured like inventors, scientists. It's kind of how I found out, um, did my research about Antonio Antonio Meucci, which we're going to actually get into him a little bit on this episode too. But um, so did like Rocky Marciano. a lot, of, a lot of guys, a lot of scientists. The guy who invented like the nuclear bomb was Italian. Um, Zamboni, the guy who invented Zambonis was Italian. So we're featuring like all these cool um, figures in Italian-American culture. 
And then we stopped doing it for a while. It just kind of got a little hectic to do. I'm making a post every week. So I thought, you know what? Why not do a little bit more research, jot down some notes, maybe not make it a post. We'll feature it on the podcast. So every week on the podcast, we're going to do an Italian American of the week. We're going to take that segment, clip it, throw it on Instagram, throw it on TikTok. So it's a little bit more engaging of a segment. So this week, we're going to kick it off with one of my absolute favorites. Um, Joey D. Joey DiMaggio is going to be the Italian American of this week. That's why I got the Yankees gear. We're going to get into that later towards the end of the episode, though. Got a nice little write-up on Joey D. Turn the hat back. I'm a hat backwards kind of guy. Love hat backwards, been repping the hat backwards. Um, yeah, but I got the jersey all guidoed up. Got a jersey that's way too big on me. I thought I'd be a medium. I'm a medium in everything. Usually a medium's like getting tight. I'm getting gaining too much weight, but got a medium and a jersey, and this thing's like a fucking dress. But um, yeah, I've been going to a ton of Yankee games lately, and every Yankee game I go to, they lose. <laughs> like, come on. Yankees are having an incredible season, kind of falling off a little bit now, but um. And we're going to I'm a revived Yankees fan right now. Um, if you would have like caught me like as like a toddler towards elementary school, I was love the Yankees. Um, every, every what didn't miss a game growing up, love the Yankees was a big baseball player. That's all I did growing up. I play baseball. We were in the backyard constantly playing wiffle ball, anything like my brother and I just constantly playing baseball with the tennis ball. There's actually a really funny story. My, my cousin brings this up on a, on a monthly basis, like almost <laughs> it was Easter Sunday at my nana's house and we were just goofing off in the backyard. And all she had was like a, like a gardening stick, a stick that you would like plant tomatoes with. So all we had was a stick and a tennis ball and we're in the backyard and my cousin pitches me a tennis ball and I hit it with the stick and it went like five, six, seven houses down towards the other side of the freaking street, the next street over. And we like just hit it and you heard it like smack a bunch of houses and like, I've never seen my cousin laugh harder in her life. She just dropped to the floor, hysterically laughing. It was just like, just a fun memory growing up, you know, goofing off in Nona's backyard. Jesus, we'd throw tomatoes at each other, like, <laughs> which is rowdy. Yeah, but uh, playing stickball in Nona's backyard. Yeah, so always loved baseball. Then it got into um, move from Niagara Falls to somewhere else for high school. And then I didn't grow like in middle school. And like, I was like, other pictures. I'm never, I'm not, I won't show anybody these pictures, but of me like a solid foot shorter than everybody in my class so once I got to high school I just wasn't big enough to play baseball like I was just so small I couldn't hit the ball that far I mean I did okay hitting but usually always a second baseman my arm was always weird because I pitched too much I, you know I played too much I didn't take care of myself I didn't know proper ways to warm up so anyways I stopped playing baseball after ninth grade focused more on wrestling but um always loved baseball and then we're going to, I think uh, this year, we're going to start playing some slow pitch softball. That was a big thing too in high school. At the end of every, um, every year of, every, every um, four weeks, we'd have a new gym unit in, in high school. And the last one, every single year, the last four weeks of school, we'd play slow pitch softball. The guys would play slow pitch softball. And it was just like, it was good. It was summer was starting. The end of school was here. And it was like the most fun gym unit. And we'd play in the back of Blueport High School. And basically a home run is if you like hit it like 300 feet into the tennis courts. And I remember like we would take it so serious too. Like especially when we were juniors and seniors, we would just skip class and go play softball. 
like with whatever gym unit was playing and i feel like i was like one of like the few people to just yoke it into the softball courts i gained more weight towards senior year i said i hit the ball but we would go play at like the little league diamonds we'd play softball so i think we're coming out of we're coming out of like uh, baseball softball retirement this year. I think we might find a softball league. If you guys know any softball leagues, let me know. There's one that I'm probably going to join, but if that falls through, if you guys are in Long Island, Queens, let me know. Well, I don't even know where I was going with all this. Okay, so base. I love baseball growing up. Kind of got out of it for a little bit. Didn't follow it that much. I, you guys know I'm super into um, mixed martial arts, boxing, fighting, which might start boxing in soon. Keep you guys informed on that, but. I watched The Captain with about Derek Jeter, and boy, am I a revived Yankees fan. That, like, you, like, get emotional watching, like, Derek Jeter's, like, story. He's It's a freaking movie. Like, he is a movie. He's, like, a main character in life. In the story of human life, Derek Jeter is a main character. He was just phenomenal. So just re-watching that and, like, the Yankees having the season that they're having, just a big game. Big Yankees fan. I'm going to games. I'm going to go to a couple games soon. But I was like, like growing up, I always had Yankees gear. Like I never not had a Yankees shirt. And then we're like going to the base, the Yankees game. And I go, I don't even have a fucking Yankees hat anymore. So I like went to Burlington. I found this hat for six, like six bucks. It's like an old school hat. I kind of like it though. And I was like, you know, what? I need a shirt. I don't have a Yankees shirt. Let me just buy it. Let me just buy the jersey. Let me do it. And first, I don't like buying like jerseys with numbers or names on the back. Like I like the team. Like I'm a team player kind of guy. I don't like go all in on one player. Cause like, God forbid, like if I were to buy a Jersey with number 99 on it, Aaron judge the season where he's having, it's a good chance. He might not be a Yankee next year. So, you know what? You got to go classic. If you're telling, if you're thing, maybe the arguably one of the most well-known Italian American athletes of all time. Number five, Joe DiMaggio. So we got the Joey D jersey. It's from Mitchell and Nest. I think they do a lot of the Knicks gear too, but um, Cooperstown edition. Got this cool little patch on it. Yeah, love that. Y'all love the, pin, the pinstripes, man. I almost bought the away jersey too. The away jersey was kind of dope, but I got this. It was like super cheap too. I think I paid like 50 bucks with shipping. Not going, going to the Yankee Stadium and paying 200 fucking dollars for a jersey. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't paying that money. My girlfriend gives me shit. Everything I get is on eBay. This is brand new. I have tax. I don't buy you. I don't necessarily buy used clothing, but I buy a lot of stuff on eBay. You know, eBay is so slept on. Like you could get great deals on eBay, really good deals on eBay. If I shop shoes on eBay, I shop everything on eBay. I'm trying to think what I have on eBay that's around me right now. I don't know, but um, yeah. So Yankees, we'll get into the the Joe DiMaggio Italian and American of the week in a little bit. Stay tuned. But let's talk about. A big announcement on the Wooden Spoon. The WoodenSpoonStore.com now offers cutting boards. Look at that. Customize your own cutting board. This is like eight by six inches. It's great. I use them right now. Cutting up veggies, cutting up fruits. This is a great, nice hardwood cutting board. Now available at the WoodenSpoonStore.com. Go get yours. And right now, special promotion. Um, this is an automatic discount. You don't need a promo code or anything. If you add a cutting board to your cart and then get a custom wooden spoon, the custom wooden spoon is 50% off. So you could get a cutting board and a wooden spoon for half off. Um, great deal right now. You could get a, have to say the same thing, get a little matching kitchen set, you know, hanging up on your wall, hang up the spoon on your wall. You've got a cutting board. 
this is actually good if you want to smack somebody with this this is really hard this is way harder than the spoons actually but um customize your own cutting board we offer three lines you have to get at least one line but three lines 16 characters each um great deal right now really good deal on the cutting boards i'm super excited we um just started selling them at the feast to launch them they're live on the website now we haven't done an official announcement so this is kind of the official announcement for the cutting boards um, and we're probably going to do a giveaway within the next week or two, too. So stay tuned on at the Wooden Spoon Media on Instagram. But yeah, in other news, the Wooden Spoon is actually another breaking news, a Wooden Spoon exclusive, sit down exclusive to podcast exclusive. Um, We're going to be working with the Garibaldi Meucci Museum in Staten Island, Staten, Italy. I love it. Um. Uh, we've had um, Bill Costello on from the museum in the past, talk Garibaldi, talk Meucci, just fascinating, fascinating stuff. And it's like in our freaking backyard. Staten Island is New York City's backyard. It's great. Um, for those who say it's the shittiest borough, you can go fuck yourself. It's not. Staten Island is awesome. Love Staten, Italy. Um, it's so slept on. There's so many cool things to do in Staten Island. The um, Fairy Hawks, the coolest, one of the coolest placements for a baseball diamond in all of the country has a city skyline in the back of the ferry hawks. So I'll pull it up here. Shit, I didn't time myself, so I'm gonna put that picture up. Ferry hawks picture, but the museums, there's so many great restaurants. Did you know? Did you know Staten Island is 40% Italian? 40% of the residents of Staten Island are Italian. So it's a really great community. Um We've got some family that lives out there. So yeah, fantastic. I love Staten Island. So we're going to be doing work for the Garibaldi Miucci Museum. We're going to be shooting some content, doing a lot of social media stuff. So super excited about that. So um, we'll drop the um, all the uh, social medias in the description here. Go follow them on all platforms. But uh, yeah, and also we'll be shooting some content. There's, Garib- there's a Giuseppe Garibaldi statue in Washington Square Park. So we're going to um, head over there soon and shoot some content. Yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah. Oh, I went I went camping. Went camping in Ithaca. Um, a couple of weeks ago. That was an experience. I don't know. I feel like Italians aren't being campers, you know? You gotta sit in a tent. You gotta pitch a tent. <laughs> Literally pitch a tent, sleep on the floor. It's not that comfortable. We didn't have refrigeration. I got so sick. <laughs> and not because of what you think. So I think it was the Saturday. It's the last night we were there. I just, um, I put the feed bag on, you know, we got burgers and we like cooked over a fire. So we cooked burgers and hot dogs over a fire. You know, when you're camping, th- start the fire, your boys start the mean fire. I could start a fire. Started a mean fire. We're eating and um, you don't know if the food's cooked on You know what? We're having fun. It's, it's camping, having a couple of Corona's. It's a nice time. And then we start eating s'mores. And you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dessert. I'm a foodie, but I love sweets and desserts. I ate like seven, eight s'mores, drinking beers the whole time, eating maybe undercooked hamburgers and hot dogs. And then we like, or we're starting to go in for the night. It's like nine, nine thirty, And I was like, man, I'm getting like a hot flash. I don't feel good. And it like, it got to the point where I had to make myself throw up and I threw up so much. <laughs> I got so sick, but felt like a million dollars afterwards. So yeah, it was, uh, but we were up in Ithaca, New York, um, nice little spot out there. There was like a, there's like a, like a, like a natural swimming hole, which was cool. Natural swimming hole, which is cool. We got to like dive in like off of six, seven, six, seven foot board into the swimming hole. So that was fun. Yeah. But Italians are a big camera. You know what? Can't like, 
we brought food and then it would like sit in the heat. We had like just one cooler. The ice would melt like instantly. So probably ate some undercooked food, drank some warm beer, but it was an experience. I had fun. Got the bond. But yeah, I mean, I have some really cool guests coming up for the um for the podcast. Really excited about that. Hopefully get to go in studio again. But you know how we do in when it's solo. We just rock it at home. We got our nice blue yeti microphone. Get to wear whatever it wants and at the table, have some coffee if I need to. But <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I'd say let's uh get towards the end of this episode. Let's do the Italian American of the weekend. So let's pull this up. I got the document right here. We're going to be reading right off the bat. This week's Italian American of the Week is Joe DiMaggio. Joseph Paul DiMaggio was born November 25th, 1914 in Martinez, California. He is the eighth of nine children born to Italian immigrants, Giuseppe and Rosalia. DiMaggio was playing semi-pro ball when his older brother, Vince, playing for the San Francisco Seals in the Pacific Coast League, talked his manager into letting DiMaggio fill in at shortstop. Joe DiMaggio made his professional debut October 1st, 1932, for the San Francisco Seals. And it's funny because both his brothers, um, Vince and Dom, were MLB players. So three, <laughs> three out of nine DiMaggio um, siblings played in the MLB. While he was in the um, Pacific Coast League, from May 27th to July 25th, 1933, he hit safely in 61 consecutive games, a PCL record, and the second longest in all of minor league baseball history. Joe DiMaggio was quoted saying, baseball didn't really get into my blood until I knocked off that hitting streak, he said. Getting a daily hit became more important to me than eating, drinking, or sleeping. In 1934, DiMaggio suffered a career-threatening knee injury when he tore ligaments while stepping out of a jitney. <laughs> Scout of the Yankees, Bill Essex, convinced that, convinced that the injury would heal, pestered his club to give him another look. And then after he passed a physical in November 34, the Yankees purchased his contract for 50 Gs and five players. DiMaggio made his MLB debut May 3rd, 1936, batting ahead of Lou Gehrig in a lineup. The Yankees had not been to a World Series since 1932, but won the next four World Series when they signed DiMaggio. Over the course of his 13-year MLB career, DiMaggio led the Yankees to nine World Series championships. Joe DiMaggio was also an all-star every year of his MLB career. Of course, DiMaggio's most famous achievement is his MLB record of a 56-game hitting streak in 1941. During 1941, Joe DiMaggio struck out only 13 times. And to be considered for any MLB hitting award, you must have over 500 at-bats. The average strikeout percentage in the MLB now is around 24%. So that means that an average MLB year, uh, an average hitter will strike out over 120 times. Joe DiMaggio never struck out more than 40 times in a season. Joe DiMaggio listed in the U.S. Air Force February 17 in 1943, and he actually rose to the rise of a sergeant. He was embarrassed um, by his comfortable military um, lifestyle. DiMaggio requested a combat assignment because of this, but was actually turned down. He was released on a med medical discharge September 1945. In 1949, Joe DiMaggio was the first, the first athlete to make $100,000 a year, earning 38 times what the average American was making at the time. 
Ironic enough, the same year Joe DiMaggio gave the famous quote, I'd like to thank the good Lord for making me a Yankee. Joey D retired from baseball in 1951. In 1954, he married Marilyn Monroe. And even though they divorced, they remained lifelong friends. 1955, Joe DiMaggio was inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame. And then after that, um, in, 19, in the 1970s, DiMaggio became a spokesperson for Mr. Coffee and would be the face of the electric drip coffee makers for 20 years. September in 1992, the doors were opened at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital at Memorial Regional Hospital in Florida. He raised over $4 million for the hospital. And then Joe DiMaggio died at age 94, March, uh, at age 94, March 8th, 1999 for complications of lung cancer. According to, uh, to DiMaggio's attorney, Morris, and like, according to DiMaggio's attorney, Morris, Engelberg, DiMaggio's last words were, I'll finally get to see Marilyn. So that is our Italian American of the week, Joe DiMaggio. So let us know what other Italian Americans you guys want to see um, featured on the podcast, featured on our social medias. But um, love to start it off with Joey D, um, just an icon for all Italian Americans um, wanting to succeed in anything. He shows like hard work and uh, a good swing gets you recognition he's uh one of the i think one of the greatest most well-known italian american athletes ever but we'll be featuring athletes scientists inventors businessmen actors actresses singers any uh lots of italian americans coming up on the pod got a couple planned out and who knows maybe we'll get some actually on the podcast um which would be really cool um so yeah i think that's it for for me, let's go over the feast dates again. Like I said, August 24th to 28th, New High Park, New York, Nassau County, Michael Tully Park, August 24th to 28th. Mother Cabrini Feast, September 2nd to the 5th, Suffolk County Community College, Grant Campus, September 2nd to the 5th. That's Labor Day weekend. Back in Nassau County, Port Washington, September 9th and 10th, North Hempstead Beach Park. Then that Sunday, we're at the Bronx Fedagosto, September 11th, Arthur Avenue, that's I'm most excited for that. I had such a blast in the Bronx last year. I'm excited to go back, but um, yeah, make sure you follow us on all social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel, guys, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, wherever you're listening from. It really helps me. Um, hopefully going to be able to put out content for the rest of my life. If you guys subscribe to that YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe and that does it for me. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. Ciao.